Hello and welcome to Nitwick Radio. This is season welcome, two. Welcome to True Crimes in Connecticut, the podcast, the only podcast where we don't slowly read you a Wikipedia page. Just got hijacked, yeah, son. Yeah, what you gonna do about on, that? Pay season. us on freaking Patreon to slowly read a Wikipedia page in a low voice that we EQ down. Today, we're literally pitching down our voices. Yeah, whoa, Today we're whoa, talking whoa, whoa. about John Wayne Gacy. It's He's the se- only serial killer. Yeah, that's right. The Steven Sufian song, John Wayne Gacy. Sufian, Sufian Stevens. <laughs> John Wayne Gacy. Logan's so teed up. He's peeking the mic and yelling about Sufian Stevens and John Wayne Gacy in Illinois. This is season two, episode 11. Sorry that you just got ear bleeped. I'm not. Ear bleeped. Welcome to True Crime in Connecticut. <laughs> <laughs> the true crime is where we hey, make your ears bleed. I had somebody say to me last week... And, and they must not know that uh, we do this show. They said to me, Aaron, I feel like you missed your calling in life. You have such a soothing voice. You should do radio. Yeah, she did say that. I was there when yeah. she said that. I was like, ooh. Oh, and Shorty said that. Shoddy said you had a radio <laughs> well, you voice. Could, you could say that. It may or may not have been a middle-aged woman from our neighborhood. But shorty That's fine. Shorty. <laughs> Does she own her house? She does own a house. See, then there's no issue. <laughs> True, yeah. Wait, I'm, I'm confused. Do you exclusively date women who own their own homes? No. Because I can... That, that would be I way na- too I narrow I can't name a, a man who owns his own home. Hello and welcome to the Dating Preferences podcast. The, by <laughs> the week. Utah local comedians. By the way, by the way, so I, I went through because, um, I mean, we've, we've been alluding to it for the past couple weeks. Yet again, we're even in... Uh, this might not be a worse situation than last week, actually, that we're currently in. But we're definitely in well, a we tran- here last week. We're in a transit uh, two weeks ago. Yes, we're in a transitionary uh, situation right now. And I, so I was pulling all of the episodes down once again so that I made sure I had a local copy of all the episodes that wasn't in like the original exported format. I just got a crappy small one that I could actually put places. And um, I was listening to all of the introductions of the first season, and it's not as bad as I thought. I, I thought that that wasn't... I, I totally thought that. Oh, the... Every, week after week, I was like, this isn't working, but we kept doing it, or I kept doing it. <laughs> yeah, I was, it was just you. <laughs> it, it, was, it, was, it was all right. It was all right on playback. I think, I think the world of podcasting is subtly upheld by people who are allowed to listen to voices at work that are not that of their coworkers. And that's the real white collar job right there. Uh, and truckers. Those are the those are the two groups of people that carry podcasting on their freaking backs. And they're not the ones that comment this gimmick is overrated uh, on every single social media post you make. Because guess what? Those they're busy the trucking. They're busy trucking <laughs> and having adventures and being real. Shout out to truckers. Yeah, shout, shout out to truckers. truckers. For real. You know, when I saw that we had 31 people that listen to this podcast well, more than others. I was like, 20 of those have to be truckers. No, 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 no. I can do you <laughs> one even 20. better. There's Jameson, 30 truckers. Jameson and 30 <laughs> truckers. Yes, that's what it is. I didn't even score highest on this podcast. I'm ashamed to admit that. But. I'm not even going to say what mine was. <laughs> I Yeah, I won't admit what mine was <laughs> That was, was honestly pretty exciting. Mine was incredibly problematic. So oh, I know what your top was. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It has the word town in it. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Oh, I know. Yeah, yeah. I listened to like 3,000 oh, minutes C-town. of Seatown, <laughs> our next rival. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I knew Cody got a sense of humor from somewhere. He's revealed the hand. Folks. Oh, but, uh, but <laughs> I don't know. Cody, Cody, he has his own flavor. No, I don't know. I, I, honestly, I, I, honestly I, I thought to myself this week even, I... 
and this is going to sound very strange, but I, I was like, the man that is Cody Coates. How did that? Because like you're just so planted, and you have a lot of knowledge about things. I don't know what he means by planted. Yeah, I'm not yeah, sure. What, either. what are you guys saying? <laughs> calling me? I say planted. He's on planet based. Earth, man. Say base. He's calling me base. He's calling me based. <laughs> so is, based uh, on what? We're boomers. You're supposed to understand this. <laughs> no, not based a on a true story. It, based oh, on a okay, true story. Based I, on factual evidence. I can't stop. These, like, I know there's Jameson. Shout out to Jameson. Who are these other 30 people? Truckers. I'm like, I'm racking my brain. It's got to be truckers, right? I, I, I think no. there's a little pocket cast gang from the Midwest. And I think yeah. there's probably maybe four of them. There's yeah, that. Sorry to the other ones and that I'm like no, not. Well, but I, I also want to know like with. how many of the 30 are people that have never listened to a podcast on Spotify before. Aaron goes out and says, hey, we made an episode just for the pine nuts. And then... That guy blows his one podcast. Oh, he's technically. Yeah, that's totally possible. Too. Possible. Yeah. That's I, I, I already know that of the 31, I'm one of them because I literally listened to the Quentin Tarantino episode of Joe Rogan and our show, and that's it. Yeah. So I'm definitely one of hey, them. Hey, folks, that's the only good radio you're getting right now. I hate to break it to you. Either that or it's true crime in Connecticut. Here's the other thing, though. Here's the other thing. There are a few other names that I have seen consistently pop up on some of the other social media platforms that I, I actually do not know who they are. Oh, uh, Yeah, one of them, this one dude I met on my uh, religious mission, uh, he is a loyal fan. And he lives down in Mexico City. So one of them is from Mexico City. You're telling this them we what? got international uh, international, international yeah. baby. Uh-huh. Mr. Worldwide. Vamanos, mis amigos. <laughs> it's amazing. We gotta it's it's funny because the internet has made people be able to claim international appeal at such a low bar now. You have somebody like uh Uncle Adams who's like, I sell copies of my album globally, uh, in a rhyme, and you're like, maybe there should be like a standards committee. There should that determines <laughs> I yeah. sell my albums globally. Maybe Toronto, if somebody Canada. bought through your maybe if somebody pirated your album through a VPN in the Philippines, it maybe doesn't count. Or like people are buying them. <laughs> if someone pirates your album through a VPN in the Philippines, you're in because that person really wanted it. <laughs> or like people are using your CD covers for kindling for fire starters. <laughs> yeah, I, like it's I mean, cheap fire possible. starters. I always when <laughs> I when I was younger, and I had no conception of the internet. I always thought I want to be just famous enough to get into that wall. Walmart $1 bin. But then the other day, so I was a kid at the time and I didn't know any of the artists in there. And I was like, man, it'd be cool to be just famous enough to get into this $1 bin. But I go to Walmart the other day because I'm buying a Nintendo Switch game at three in the morning, which is the only reason to go to Walmart. What was the game? Um, <laughs> it may or may not have been Metroid Dread. Beast mode engaged. <laughs> but I pick up the album and it's like Ed Sheeran, Taylor Swift massive names oh my god these are just old albums by people that are already you, famous you do realize the only thing holding you back from being in that bin is you printing out a sticker <laughs> and dropping your cd in there right? <laughs> i think about i think it's that same way with shoplifting too like reverse shoplifting yeah reverse shoplifting <laughs> you leave things in the walmart for people to buy <laughs> that's actually i'll be sick. my own distributor <laughs> we should start doing that like going to realize. gray whale just add a whole section for you yeah, add Nitwick, well. like an actual yeah. like CD, like 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 they have the the letters, you know, dude. And just under like you 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 put an actual Nitwick sec- yeah. section into their copy. Their I think tab. it would take them a I long time. People. Yeah. Like so, the guy that like pretty much runs Graywell used to work at the Bountiful one back in the day, and he pretty much put me on to like all the heavy metal I listen to now. We're still good friends. I'm just saying. 
Hey. You can find, and I also know people like everybody that works at the Ogden Graywell. I've known for years. Like the the thing is, honestly, you we, could totally we just need, do it. We I need to find a way to scratch. We wouldn't taps. even have to like sneakily do it. I guarantee, you if we just walked into Graywell, like, <laughs> hey man, can I put this up? Dude, sure. I don't know. You might have a point because the way I see it now, if you are an artist who is up and coming, basically the only way that you can reasonably promote yourself without having any money is just leaving unwarranted comments of your rap lyrics to instrumental beat videos. I right? love That's the only way to like, part. When like, like, someone goes viral on Twitter and then they post their album under it and then it's like 400 responsive. This sucks. <laughs> <laughs> just well, well, first off, that's great, but you have to get viral on Twitter in the first place, right? It's honestly easier than it sounds. Well, I don't know. I mean, you could just take a picture of yourself and your car getting towed with all the cars going the opposite <laughs> direction, being like, first day moving to the colonies. <laughs> um, dude, oh imagine you <laughs> That was so bad. Uh, yeah, no. It was true. It was true. You but it was subscriber. Really, it was really bad to hear it out loud. My goal, <laughs> now that you just said that, my goal is to have a YouTube account with 12 subscribers that I just go comment on freestyle beat videos. <laughs> it says, hey guys, I just went so hard tonight. Here's my lyrics. <laughs> that would be amazing. It's one single bar. <laughs> Playboy Cardi type beat. Hey guys, I just went so hard on this track. <laughs> hey guys, I got banned from YouTube. This is my new account. Just claim that it's your own beat. I heard rumors that um, Lil Nas X used to do that. <laughs> Like, there are still publicly available like comment history of him going on instrumental videos where he posted his lyrics Bro. of him rapping honestly, over... Honestly, I love that. I, I honestly love I can't that. think of anything... It, listen, I don't believe in horseshoe theory for a lot of things, but the cringe to based horseshoe is <laughs> is real. And what commenting an quote. And commenting your own lyrics on a Playboy Cardi type beat <laughs> instrumental video has wrapped around. It is wrapped around. I want to believe that the video is literally just titled that. Playboy Cardi type beat instrumental they are. video. They are just titled that. Although usually it's like appended with a title that the uh, beat maker made up, which I don't even know why they do. Because no rapper is ever going to be like Dark Vampire Fantasy 13. Oh, you- that's what I'm naming my song. Although actually nowadays I don't know. A little you specific know- there, Logan. Do you know how many times I've gone and found an instrumental beat that the picture was literally just like some totally just crushed image of a microphone oh yeah like with a white background oh yeah no no no. it's it's, 2008 youtube almost (laughs) as good as like an unsplash photo unsplash.com photo of space like i don't get drake type beat playboy cardi type beat uh Friggin' JPEG Mafia Or some black and white photo of some dude with a doobie that was like smoke rising. Yeah, and it's like, oh, this is the... And everybody, oh, this is the hardest beat I've ever heard. (laughs) (laughs) I I think there is a correlation of the hardness of the beats to how crappy the video is. Oh, absolutely. The hardest hardest beats are in 480p (laughs) with like an 80 times compressed chip of Kirby on it. What you're talking (laughs) about, though, it's like... It's it's so true. You get this... You get the community of people who have tried to make it doing something like trying to do music for real and they know like they've they've attempted to publish before and they know that it just flatlines and so they all gather in in these spaces and that's why i think that they're all saying it goes so hard is because they're like they're like 
Yeah, yeah. This yo, is this is this yo, is the real. Yo, I just popped is, off to this track. This is that dog. real hip hop. Literally, my link. <laughs> <laughs> it's just Mario smoking the Dutch. Yeah, like. <laughs> it's true. It's so sick, and it's got like that pink flame thing behind it. It just looks like a Twitch thing. That, like exactly. somebody went on Fiverr. Is like, hey man, I need you to make a profile picture for me real quick and the dude comes back and he's like it's just that oh my gosh i have a thing with fiverr too yeah because that is like a fiverr logo so so first off here's what i'm gonna say i have had a fantastic experience with exactly one person on fiverr (laughs) dazan next level lyricist who's never let us down next level but i want to observe that okay fiverr occupies this niche where you can pay ostensibly some type of creative some type some amount of money to do some type of work right i don't know how fiverr consistently manages to be like the third tier worst option for ever doing any of that if you want to go like make an album cover you will get a c tier album cover if you want somebody to except for feature on your rap verse again shout out to zan if you want somebody to like design your twitch logo you'll get a c tier logo unless you pay the money if you're willing no, to like no, front no, no. the bucks because on Fiverr, you can get good stuff. that actually make the stuff have like a Facebook page with five followers where they charge you $600 uh-huh. per commission, and that's the only way that they do Why business. Why do you think my Twitch page is totally blank? Well, I i don't know because <laughs> i'm too cheap yeah because all the good people. people like i don't even know where to find good visual artists i this is like a personal problem now, but like it could <laughs> I use, no use you have to wait for all the weird all, stuff to get to the good stuff it's all the weird stuff now like i search so it used to be r slash furry it used no, to be don't even mention you could it go on deviant art and you could search commissions open and you would find legitimately beautiful digital art at reasonable commission prices. And now, NFTs. and now, if you're not willing to sit through sixty pages of pregnancy of your favorite cartoon characters, <laughs> you're not going to find Jack. That's what it takes. Now it's either that or Fiverr, which doesn't even have a good interface oh for browsing gosh. people's art, so it's impossible. Fiverr. So I'm just, I'm just gonna get C tier yeah. art wherever. Fi- Fiverr definitely feels it. It very much does feel like it. It directs you to very specific people F- find right a, out of the gate find it, it does local, feel that way find a local facebook art page and offer to pay him through venmo bro dude yeah. you actually but, could probably do pretty good but you i actually could go, don't hey. want to know this artist because go. i'm gonna ask for some things that i don't want to have to look another human being in the face <laughs> what, like for. like pregnant cartoon characters. i didn't say that and, and i maybe didn't mean it that's <laughs> look, the look, so strong illusion <laughs> look 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 Oh you could uh, reach out to to a local university. They would, I don't know how they to would, tell a local university. Hey, you know that moment in Trigger where they cut each other with scissors and it like opens up their outfits, but they get more powerful the more clothes they take off. What Can are you, you do me an album about? cover like that? Wow, yeah, yeah that's um, that. that yeah, is that's, that's why I don't want to show my face to colleges. Yeah, you, if that's well, why I'm asking. Well, I think for. you should specifically recruit Weber oh, State University. There was a beautiful time. There was a beautiful time where I could just go on to DeviantArt, search commissions open, and you could just pay some underprivileged person from a country that had poor labor standards, money that meant nothing to you. <laughs> I have an idea. Whoa. Go, wait, wait, wait. That was a go hot to, take. Go to Google, type in best art commissions, and then scroll to the bottom and hit last page. <laughs> last page. <laughs> and then do that. 
I don't even think Google has a last page option anymore. Oh man. I think I think they've uh, bought into the infinite scrolling meme. Then hit the last O in Google. I don't the do they last... even, I don't even think they do that anymore. I don't know. I don't think so. Lame, dude. I know yeah. how to All right, well, then scroll use to Google. SEO. Google sucks now for a million reasons. Scroll to page um at least 100 then. Yeah. And then do it. Not to mention all Western art basically <laughs> I was basically like, I'm going to look now. this up, and this is the first thing that when I open my <laughs> thing, it's the Red Wojak. <laughs> the Red Wojak is how I feel about the state of commissioning art. And I, guys, I, feel like, I don't know how to put this. If you if you draw anime well, I have money. Like, I'm waiting to give you money. I am trying to find ways to give you money. But I can't find anybody because the two places, the two places are DeviantArt, which is bad now, or Fiverr, which I can't really browse pictures easily and promotes people that are cheap over people that are good, or Twitter or Instagram, which are not marketplaces. No, you know what? I just had a, a stroke of genius and we were already talking about it. The answer is right under our nose. What's we that? do it ourselves. Just go, no, just go type in instrumental hard beat and then just steal them. Like, look at this one. <laughs> Yo, that goes hard. Screenshot it and send it. Yeah, I'll screenshot Real it. Real talk. I'm going to change that to my profile picture. Tom. Just steal those. Okay, wait. Which one is the cat? So Tom or Jerry? Hard. Tom? Tom? Tom is the cat. Yeah. Tom's yeah. the cat. Like a Tom cat. He's smoking a cigar. Yeah. That one. Yeah. You ever seen that one where he, like, lights the cigar with a gun? Yes. That goes hard. <laughs> that goes hard. <laughs> Unironically, that goes hard. Feel free to screenshot. <laughs> So, oh, I just told Jake to feel free to screenshot and send it to me. Uh, I'm doing as it. As we are in a transitionary uh, s- status right now, uh, I-, I don't have the foot pedal to trigger the samples. So we, we agreed before the show that we were going to do acapellas. I, I got this. I- I'm not doing an acapella. Oh, you got this? All right, that's all you get. Oh, wow. That was good. That was, that was good. good. That was really that was, good. That's the only one I know. He's you, got, you, just, you cut yourself off a little early. No. But you did well. Because that's all I remember. He's got pitch. <laughs> he, he might It's because ha- I'm usually talking at the beginning of it. Something like that. Yeah, you and then click on, click off. Honestly, what we should do now is just clip that and use that for every <laughs> no. future yeah, album. We're not paying shit for nothing here oh yeah bro <laughs> that's true oh that, yeah that oh sorry i didn't mean to spoil that you, you can just censor spoiled, that dude. no no you can censor I, that I, no I won't. I won't you can also censor my earlier comments about things i use deviant art no 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 let that one just <laughs> no go i mean the world. it's kind of a nitwick tradition it just y'all caught me if i was an if i was um an nft and every month i was you. a different nft this would be the NFT where I'm like in black and white and like a nice. fifth grader stick figure N- version N- of myself. NFTs are Thank legitimately you. like depressing me. Why are they depressing you? Because, <clears throat> I mean, it's just another platform. Like, okay, like I'm happy for a lot of visual artists that are actually having a successful platform for right now. But yeah. like, because like, honestly, for the longest time, most people with visual art just have not had any kind of income. I know that. So I'm trying to give it to them on the one hand <laughs> on the one. I know. No, it's uh, the reason we have to do NFTs is because you can't commission things. So anymore. On, on the one I'm hand, steal them anyways. I, I, steal I them. celebrate. All of them. I screenshotted every NFT. Yeah. Every single have you seen one. that, uh, that $17 billion torrent that contains every NFT up to like a certain date. <laughs> Oh, it's great! Yeah, you can like you can like day. sit there and download like a terabyte for a day. Come back and be like, oh, no, that is nice. <laughs> and it's all like those stupid <laughs> apes. Now. Ba- back to my little uh, anecdote. Oh yeah, I do. They might call it an anecdote in an English class. Yeah, anecdote. So 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 
It's, we have the 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 visual artists suffering, and I'm glad that they they have a platform. But just like everything else, and you know, this isn't a soapbox that I I honestly I feel like in doing this podcast I've come to terms with a lot of this, but it really is just like the explicit intent behind everything with NFT right now is like really not the art; it's just investment. And so you got millennials going, wow, investment exists. And they're all just investing. And so they're literally trading the the dumbest art you've ever it's seen. So bad. It's some of them are really bad. I know. Like I honestly can't believe it. I think about conning them frequently. I'm like, I might just whip something up in Photoshop and list it for like Five Ethereum. And see what it might just uh, you sell mean seven billion dollars. Yeah. <laughs> it's some morons gonna buy it, and they're like, "This is high art." I'm like, you're an idiot. You're an idiot. But thanks, bozo. <laughs> That's I the, never have no, to work a day in my life. No, legitimately, it's kind of like an MSP. It, it's almost like if you're just if you if you can if you can open Microsoft Paint, draw a single stick figure, and then change, with a gun, change the back. Like just get the paint bucket tool and just change the back color and uh, and do every shade you can come up with. People are like turquoise one. That's that one goes crazy. Let me get that one <laughs> right now. Turquoise okay. one. I I think I get where you're coming from, but I can't help but feel like this is really reductionist. No, like that. I, I, I think okay. It's bad. So to like to some degree, that is what they're doing. But this sounds to me just like the same argument people have against Jackson Pollock or modern art. This is well, not I do like, have that argument. Well, it has too. no value. Uh, look, no, anybody no, could no. have made this. Here is yeah, my I question. I also have that argument because the CIA funded it. Like literally, CIA funded Jackson Pollock. Mm-hmm. I I want this red pill as soon. <laughs> I want this red pill soon. <laughs> like, pretty much all of postmodern art and like modernist art was funded by the CIA to go against socialist realism in the Soviet Union. Whoa! There's sorry, your fun what? fact for the day. Yeah. All right, that's so, a paper trail. So if I Next might, up, if, jellyfish aren't real. If they I also embed microchips in the paint. If I might true. return they back do. to my and anecdote, my, and my anecdote <laughs> that uh, an English teacher might call an anecdote. Where yeah, they might call it an anecdote. No, yeah, you you just you came you came at me saying that uh, I'm it's reductionist. Well, the thing is, like, show me legitimately a large percentage of these NFT artists, like. They're uploading as many of these things as they can as quickly as they possibly can because everybody's buying them right now because it's an investment item. Like, show me visual artists who really do care about the art that they're producing. I guess, uh, like, who are you clowning on here? All in like, Pretty you? much all of them. Go and look at collections. Have you looked at collections? I'm, I'm, on on seen- I'm clowning on Tarantino. <laughs> Wait, Tarantino's made NFTs? Yeah. What? He did a bunch of, like, outtakes. Um, from the script, ten million dollars or of, something. I you know why like, not? I don't think he's smart enough to comprehend him as the bad. I like. <laughs> I think he got conned into making NFTs. I'm mad about I, it. I, quick, uh, my anecdote is that this is not a digital currency podcast. Yeah, my anecdote. My anec- I believe there's an album of the week. My right? anecdote yeah. is I want to talk about non-binary people. <laughs> no, I don't no, know if that's don't. an anecdote. I no, think that don't. that's real life. That is real life. Yeah. That is real life. I, but like. Oh, okay, but I have to say this. Like, <laughs> no, no, no. I do, though. I do, though. Like, all right, all right. I kind of fundamentally don't have a problem with the redistribution of wealth from Robin Hood tier millennials to people that are creative. Okay, but theoretically, if you're investing in the stock market, all right, there's a product. NFT, the product is the idea of like being able to do these exchanges. Yeah, digital ownership. But it has nothing to do with the art. And 
so what I'm demanding is that we don't buy terrible NFT art. Buy NFT. If you're going to buy an NFT, make sure it's like somebody really making something that you care about, that you actually want to own. Don't buy it as an investment. Furthermore, NFTs, can they be like high quality or can they only be like five megs? No, they can be. They I can think be they like, have to be pretty small, but I think you, you can get up to like, made a short movie. You can get up to NFT. 4K resolution. Mm. Okay. All right. That's what I cared about. I was about to say, if you're paying for this crap and it's not even 1080p, get out of here. <clears throat> That rules so hard if like bozos were paying like $130,000 for like crappy JPEGs. I mean, they are. <laughs> they are. I mean, like, they are. Literal like poor compressed yeah, yeah. art, yeah, like, not like so much the actual 400 quality. by 400. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, redistribution. My, my thing is, this is a house of cards. It's just like, there is a real use to this. But, like, there's so many people that are. I just don't buy that. Speaking anybody of house that's of cards. Not getting into this isn't aware of what it is. Like, like the reason it feels reductionist to me is because the way you've presented the argument makes it sound like the only people who would do it are doing it out of ignorance. I think everybody's aware that it's no, dumb. Question: they're, they're doing it question. for money. They're doing do you, it for money. I don't know. I I think there is an element of doing it for the money, but I think anybody who's invested in NFTs at this point pretty much knows what's up with them and why they're do, kind of not hey real. Guys, do you own? We've been going for half an hour. Yeah, I'd just like to point that out. <laughs> Yeah, let's uh, let's Logan. Let's... We we even gave you an opportunity, and you 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 ran away from it. Well, I had things. Come to on, say. come on, album <laughs> album of the week. Come on. Oh right, we are. We gonna did make the Cody do it again? No, no I didn't no, think we so. We already did the transition. Trans already left the station. Trans <laughs> already left the station. Guys, I'd like to talk to you about the the gay agenda. No, it's just called the, my agenda. Well, it's it's their agenda. They're singular. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I, I'm aware. And you know, <laughs> we know how it works. We know how it works. Logan. They're they're cool. Th- wait, did you just teach us what pronouns are? Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I forgot. What no, that was I have for to clarify because I'm English still class. bad at it, and I am trying to get better. I will do my best this episode. I'll probably slip, but I will do my best. All right, get that sensor ready, Aaron. Just it's gonna refer beep. to them by their name. If I ever use he. <laughs> Beep, beep it right there. Beep <laughs> it. That's so much beep. work. You better be really good with your pronouns. Yeah, you better be good, Jake. Just this is the real. To... This is the Nitwick final test. Is you have to you have to talk respectfully about an artist. I know how hard that is for all of us. Yes. Well, I, me respecting yes. people, dude. I'm not in for this for fun. Like I don't know how I much do more this times for I have fun. to say this. This is my job. This is my grind. Um, but Dorian Electra has an agenda. Um, they're out, they're out here saying, you know, screw the world. I don't like, I don't like it anymore because I can't get any. And then they said, you know, I'm cool with you loving who you want, but just don't ram it down my throat. They're out here saying, I don't need, I don't need air anymore. Cause I've got you, baby. lyrics are wild, by the way. I, yes. mean, I just, <laughs> so, I was like, whoa, while I was listening to it at work. This, this yes, album, yes. I would say for me. Uh, would have been the greatest thing I had ever heard if it had come out when I was 14. When I was 14, I was listening to a lot of SoundCloud EDM music. Oh, yeah. I was starting to get involved in uh, what I will generously call the men's rights community. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, this is a bold admission. <laughs> involving nice guys and the unfairness of how the world treats white men, which, Malady. by the way, I'm Latino, so I don't even know why I got involved oh, with oh that. Oh, my gosh. Um, <laughs> oh Logan, my gosh. I just, I'm picturing Logan rocking a fedora, 
and saying milady and i and i had just discovered as i was getting into all these communities and again listening to uh obnoxious soundcloud edm i use obnoxious <laughs> lovingly there um i was just starting to realize that people made fun of people like me and i saw the mountain dew and the doritos and the fedora tipping and the buying katanas memory <laughs> and i was like wait this is hilarious everything i've been doing is a lie uh, and I endlessly consumed funny content, making fun of nice guys, and that was all. That was all I was about all the years afterwards. Now, my surprise, years and years later, Dorian Electra has made what is basically just making fun of that same archetype again. But that archetype is like seven years old at this <laughs> point. I'm not really sure who still cares about dabbing on people who talk about their waifu in real life. I do. But you know what? I'm down for it. And I think I think this album does a lot of interesting things. It has it has a lot to say about gender. It has a lot to say especially about masculinity uh, as it relates to the internet. And I think my favorite thing about it is mostly just that the tracks go stupid hard. Yeah. And they're every bit as obnoxious as like imagine Imagine that obscure SoundCloud like turned up to eleven. Every bro step trope you can imagine. Yep. And they got little Texas on the joint. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what? It's amazing. So I'm excited to hear how you guys interfaced with the album with whoever wants to go first. In the words of Steve Brule, it gave me whip crash. <laughs> it yeah. literally gave me whip crash. <laughs> and I loved it for that reason. Steve Brule, dude, he rules. I shout out to the doc. I I don't know, man. This is like this is like this is like early 2010s EDM meets hyperpop meets RuneScape meets My Chemical Romance. There was yeah. some there was this some is, there was some horns happening. There were some <laughs> there were some horns happening. There were some midi saxes happening. And um, yeah, honestly, I felt unqualified listening to this because I didn't have a trench coat on. If I would have had a, if <laughs> I had a trench music. coat on. <laughs> It would have been like if my laptop had a few more RGB lights, I would have been prepared for this album. <laughs> um, I just realized that was—I didn't mean that as a diss. Sorry, uh, I've yeah, got dude, I'm RGB. sitting here with RGB. Man, what are you trying to say about my laptop? I know you're recording me on that right now. I'm not trying to say nothing. So, um, I, I will say this: this is one of the most. Um, I don't know that abrasive is the word I want to use, but it's one of the most system shocking albums i've heard since hundred gex it's quite a reverence it honestly was kind of impressive i i was not expecting it to be this i, I was expecting more of like a hyper poppy I, I mean it was hyper poppy but i mean like more in my feels type hyper pop but no it yeah. was like screaming and i loved that i loved every time it, there was screaming i was like this is so perfect yeah, it, I, it, that's it's obnoxious in a unique way because I I think with a hundred gex and so I guess we'll have to see what Cody has to say about it. But with a hundred gex, they're really extreme, but it's just kind of for fun. Uh-huh. And so when I heard about Dorian Electra the f- for the first time without actually listening to their music, they were like, "Oh, it's hyper pop, but it takes a more thoughtful approach." And I was like, "That sounds terrible." Wait, like somebody said that about Dorian Electra? Yeah. Well, so huh. so Fantano was one of the people that. who was trying to put Dorian Electra on, and he said, um, 
you know, they have a lot. It's hyper pop, but it has something to say. And I was like, oh, that okay. sounds terrible. Well, I listen to, to hyper pop because it's fun. I didn't want slow in my feelings hyper pop. That, but when it's but when it's 2010 SoundCloud EDM, but it's just about I don't know dudes being sexist on Reddit. It's hilarious. It does have something to say, and it is fun. I I um. It's hilarious. So I didn't look up anything, and I only interfaced with the lyrics as far as I was able to understand them, which was, you know, pretty minimal. Less, because their voice is really weird. Yeah, but but I enjoyed it. I would agree with what Jake said. Like, it, it, it perked me up the same way that, like, my first time hearing 100GX was like, oh, wait a second. This is, this is, even though it's in that world, it is definitely its own thing. And that's interesting that you're saying Fantano said that, because that... Before your remark, literally, I was just about to go in with saying that what it felt like to me was it felt basically what you were, you were just saying. It felt like 100 Gex, because 100 Gex, whether we like it or not, they are now kind of the face, I think, publicly to the degree that Hyperpop can get popular. They are the face. And so it's like 100 Gex really is just kind of clowning around and, and joking. And this did feel... It's kind of like you got you got like Spinal Tap that's that's kind of clowning around metal, and then you got somebody who's actually like that's how they feel, and th- and they're they're actually expressing it. They're not just LARPing it, kind of like Hundred Gex is. I think Hundred Gex is doing their own thing, but the, I don't think I don't know this. This definitely was more serious in tone. It felt like that this is the message that this music is trying to communicate. Yeah, and I felt that yeah. listening to it. No, I I second that. I am curious. Do you know much about Dorian Electra's history? Were they doing music in early 2010s? Like, yeah. So be- because, like, for example, Dylan Brady, right? Yeah. He what he's doing now, he's kind of mocking himself because Dylan Brady, you know, they like Hunter Gex makes fun of the 2010 sound, mm-hmm. but Dylan Brady was part of it, and he wasn't joking. Yeah. So is it a similar story with Dorian Electra or not? Do you know? So I think there are two components that are really surprising here. So one, Dorian Electra is 29, oh, almost dang. 30. That's you so don't old. get that from their videos or from the type of music that they make. But yeah, they, they've been they've Jeez. been around for a while, um, even though there's a lot of that like Zoomer TikTok weirdo energy about them. <laughs> uh I think in a similar way, so Dorian's been making music since at least 2010 when they had a few videos. They were attending a college at that time where they were studying, I want to say, economics. Huh. And they made they made a music video about how they wanted to become romantically entangled with some like 18th century economic theorist. Naturally. And Naturally. that got, that, that that got weirdly viral in their circles and they were like, oh, maybe I'll do music the whole time. And so... If you look at the names of the singles, at one point they dropped a song called Party Milk. <laughs> no, I don't know. <laughs> but So you're saying they've already tried 100 Gex and it didn't work. I think that uh, Dorian takes a little bit more of a provocateur approach in general, as in that they're leveraging the aesthetics of that 2010 Dylan Brady sound uh, to try and communicate their message. Now, Dylan Brady also has thumbprints all over this album. Uh, he was. I noticed his yeah. sample. He has a sample that it's in one of the songs. I was like, "That's Dylan Brady's thing." Yeah, and and the way that Dorian does music is just like invite a bunch of people from the scene 
to their house and uh-huh. then write an album over the course of and a few weeks. you can't miss dylan brady snares you They're, can't you cannot they're great yeah. uh and so yeah dorian's been doing this for a long time i think dorian is also hyper aware of that culture that i was plugged into around the time that i was plugged into it because i don't think anybody would care about making an album like this now if they weren't a part of the bro step early reddit scene yeah i mean i guess that's true but they could have i I guess the only reason i was asking is was dorian a listener or a creator i think a creator since at least 2010 i see because i don't know like i i love stuff like hundred gex or like this playing off of that aesthetic but at the time i wasn't joking around i loved that yeah you know what i'm saying well and i i think it does come from an unabashed love of the obnoxious early soundcloud stuff yeah. Right? I think a lot of hyper pop is fueled by, I don't know, kids had older brothers who listened to it, or it's like me and you just kind of missed going that hard in the first place. Cause you had some, you had some arc where you were like into your dad's iPod and then you listened to a few songs off guitar hero on your own. And then you got <laughs> way into SoundCloud and nobody liked any of the music that yep. you listened to. Yep. So you finally cooled down. You listened to some of what everybody else was listening to. You got a little bit of a weird music taste here. And now once again, nobody's listening to the stuff that you like to listen to. And so to be able to swing far back in the other direction of bro step, I think is really fun and really gratifying. If that was part of your journey at some point. Yeah. yeah. And I don't know. I I don't think it's leveraged to make fun of it. I think it's leveraged as like an act of reclaiming of being like, yeah, you know what? People say this is stupid. We're taking it back and we're using it to say what we're going to say. Yeah. I mean, that's fair enough. I, I I definitely I think that 100 Gex, Dylan Brady specifically, I feel like sometimes he does start to cross the line of making fun of it. Yeah. <laughs> personally. But um, I I think that he loves it. Like dearly, because obviously yeah. it's a big part of his history. But anyway, uh, about how this applies to Dorian, though, I don't know. I like musically. I really enjoyed this experience. It, it was wild as frick, and it was fun, and it was crazy. Uh, I will say, I was not a big fan of the hard style stuff. That was the best part of the album. <laughs> I I personally don't like hard style. It kind of yeah. drives me nuts. And, uh, I, but you know, it is what it is. It just feels so corny to me. Like, and I know bro step does too. Yeah. Depending on the context, but like hard style, I don't know, dude, (laughs) I just can't. That's wild. I've really grown into hard style. I didn't like it back then. See, I, well, I used to be back in the day, like early 2010s. I was like, Mm, four on the floor yeah oh drum and bass where are your polyrhythms and, bro and, and drum step but all three of those four on the floor Though drum that, step drum and bass why would you i why would you put the listeners through that what you just put them through why, yeah, why, why would you just on drum hey, step just, like well, that no replace, just beep him re- replace him with beeps <laughs> every one of them just go beep. no no look look i'm for the people here I'm for the people. Cody's the only one that's really for the people. All right, look. I'm posing like I'm for the people right now, but like, I mean, why would you do that, honestly? Was it that bad? Was it really that bad? I no. want to hear what point you're going to make. I was making style. a point here. You just derailed me. Now I don't remember what I was even saying. <laughs> you don't like hard style for some reason, categorically. Yeah, I, I was going to say a lot of the other genres I hated on then, but I've come around to now. Yeah. Hard style, I have not. What did you think of Give Great Thanks? I wanted that song to end. Honestly, I it was just like I don't. Yeah, it made me it feel awkward. Lyrics. It made me feel awkward. Like the lyrics were first and foremost just 
weird and awkward. Like it's like, okay, video is right. not much better. And, and, <laughs> and the other thing about it is, it was like, is it just like what what is going on there? I, I had a really hard time decoding what he's trying to say because like I uh, I'm gonna have to bleep you, dude. Dang it! Oh, I they're trying to say. I had a really hard time understanding what they're trying to say because like oh, is I'm it like, have to freaking bleep that is it like i have been abused for so long that i'm done and so i am sticking it to the man right, or so is it like this is where i'm pulling back the curtain this is a concept album so it's not about their life why it is it is not about dorian's life it is about the life of an internet neckbeard and the beginning of the track is the is the man angry at the world because girls don't like him and they won't sleep with him. And so he's saying, screw the world, I'm going hard. And then Gentleman is like, I'm going to wear this mask of fake niceness. And then Milady is like watching anime. And <laughs> Never mind. So I just sold like, this wow, new interesting. Yeah. My, my, and I then was, Ram It Down is like the ultimate political yeah. stance of like, I'll deal with you, but don't ram it down my throat. And then give great thanks the point of that ultimately, I mean, what about maybe this is a generous interpretation, but you could see it as ending one of two ways. First is that the guy realizes the error of his ways and he feels so sorry about it that he's willing to take whatever punishment the world gives to him. And then the other interpretation is that uh, his will has been completely broken, that his uh, worldview was correct and was going to bring him results. And so he's gone crazy as a result and masochistic. Interesting. And, and this is like confirmed from him, from them. This is confirmed. Yeah. This is what the album is about. So this is not an interpretation of the this album. This is not an... In, well, so the way you read the last song is up to interpretation, but the last song is supposed to be the end of this character's story. Huh. I, I We have to hear what Cody has to say. We have to. Yeah, I, I do. I, I have a, a hunch I... F- feel like i know what you're gonna say what's your hunch my hunch is if i did it it w- we'd have to bleep it out oh, i no. okay then let's hear I, it i don't i i'm not i'm not gonna like sit here and say that, like i was a big fan of this album there's too much like it's too all over the place if it like settled into a sound for more than like 10 seconds at a time be into it but i about broke my neck when i heard village people on here i was like <laughs> i was at best buy and i was like what in the world and I, that was an experience and then i'd only gotten up through i brought it up sorry bro i love you was as oh. far as i had gotten at that time and so today i saw these two were listening to it on spotify and it's like oh yeah i need to listen to the rest of that album that song edgelord rules oh, okay I'm down. It for is that. the first song that made my like monthly playlist. Woo! Dang, nice. But I think it's because it's a consistent sound. It's like the yeah. only song on the album where it's just one sound. Also, just shout out to Rebecca Black. <laughs> yeah, shout out to Rebecca Black. Talk about a rebrand. <laughs> but like <laughs> she's got Harley Quinn makeup on in the music video. Does she really? Yeah, I'm of gonna course. watch it. And now. Dorian's the Joker. Yeah, it's it's as bad as you think. Yo, which in. means it's as oh great as you think. Oh my goodness. But you see what I mean? <laughs> it is an album about neckbeards. <laughs> yeah, I I wouldn't like I doubt I'm gonna listen to the whole album ever again, but for like what it was, I like this more and I liked hundred gags. Woo! 
And when you're like, it's a concept album, I even turned like, I don't know if you saw like the smile on my face. I'm like, that makes it so much more insane than what I had like envisioned of mm-hmm. what the album was. Mm-hmm. Who thinks of this? I was I on Reddit know. in 2010. I never did anything like that though. And it's still like insane to like see that, I don't know, come around. Yeah. Who would write a concept album about Reddit? Like who would ever? Uh, that, but it's, that makes I a, think it's great. Well, no, but that makes a lot of sense. Like it's been around long enough that we can now start to do some analysis of some we of can that. Deconstruct. Yeah. Whoa. Jacques Derrida is having a day up in heaven talking about Reddit right now. <laughs> <laughs> That's a deep cut philosophical reference. Shout out to my philosophy heads. <laughs> but yeah, that's my take on the album is i had more fun with this than 100 gex better than 100 gex could i have asked for no, no, more no, that doesn't surprise no you couldn't have. i i i would have you did you i got one of no. my buddies though i like i posted I, I keep bringing up the metal gear mondays dudes but the original host like the guy that started it, he's really into like electronic stuff and ergo is very into hyper pop and so like i was posting in the music chat today we were all doing spotify rap stuff but then i posted that and he's like Oh man, you don't like hyper pop? And he sent me like 20 songs. And I'm like, dude, you know I'm not going to listen to those. I was like, but then I did. Oh, God. And I don't remember any of them. I just kind of saved the links. Yeah. But I was like, this is, I don't know. I don't think I'm going to like sit down and it's not going to like take over. Porcupine Tree is still going to probably be my most listened yeah. to artist again next year. But, but eventually you get to a point where at any moment you could be sitting in a quiet room having a nice conversation with your family over Thanksgiving. And, and then you get a little the Texas comes on. I was, like, dun, 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 dun. I was in at that part. I, I was going to say, and then you realize you can hear the hyper pop snare with yeah, no I context. Yeah, you I can can't. imagine what it sounds I like. I don't know. I can't. Hello? I don't oh. think I've heard enough. No, I, like, I can hear, I can it, right hear it. I can hear it right I can now. Hear You're it hearing right it now. right now. Yeah. Right now I, I am hearing it right <laughs> now. Cody, you'll, I'm not. you'll that, get there. I don't think I will, but... I appreciate your hope. Oh my gosh. That's a good one for the, the listeners to listen to, actually. They, they they stopped hearing our voices and for one moment. Their their minds They just heard If you could unlock the potential of your mind. You know what we only use ten <laughs> right now it's right now hundred percent CPU is playing the hyperpop snare. <laughs> Literally. What if what if at Thanksgiving dinner, instead of being quiet for a moment of grace, you just be quiet for a moment of hyperpop snare? <laughs> No, hey, I, whoa, yeah, when, I when you that. moved your arm, I heard yeah. it too. You see, this is freaky. Yeah, no, I don't know what it is. Look, 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 look. We only use 10% of our brains. No, if I you could do use, right If you could use 100% oh, of your brain. You know what? Dorian used 100% of their brain, and they made a concept album about Reddit, and it's great. So I have a question now. Yeah. What song specifically was the one that shook, t- shook you to your core about masculinity? Oh, well, I I thought um do, 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 what's it called? Man to Man from the previous album was actually the the good one. I like Flamboyant a lot too from the previous album. But the two that I think are I great here. Uh so the entire concept of Milady I think hits really hard for a certain generation of men. Because what the song is about is saying um you know, I am trying to be a good person, but like in a manipulative way. And I don't understand why girls don't like me. So I'm like, I'm like putting on this affect of like being a D bag because all the dating websites told me that's what girls like, but I've been burned by it because that's not really who I am. 
uh, and I don't like treating other human beings terribly. So the concept of Milady, which is the second half of uh, after the song Gentleman, is about a guy who retreats to fictional characters to find the romantic entanglement that they want from the real world. And there is a... So he goes on... Uh, the character goes on to describe all the beautiful qualities of this fictional woman, right? But at the very end, we're told what it cost. And uh says, uh, my lady is a deal with the devil at a very good price. It's the price of my soul, and now my heart is like ice. And I was like, that's the experience. Because I don't know about I don't know about you guys. I imagine you have too, but I've met some like weird anime people. Like weird, weird anime people, specifically men. You don't even who, have to say weird. Yeah, just anime people. Um, you don't even have to they, say weird. And they weird. legitimately feel that way about other human beings. They don't want to make connections with them. They don't want to reach out. They don't want to take. They don't want to give what it takes to create friendships because they've been burned by thinking that they have to be fake or that they have to. Or and maybe it's true. They do have to fundamentally change some things about themselves versus retreating to the comforting world of power fantasies and idealistic cartoon characters. I don't know. I I've seen it happen to a lot of guys and I wouldn't say, I wouldn't even say that I haven't been there a few times. Um, and I think it's kind of a troll. It's kind of a funny song because it's got this obnoxious beat. The chorus is literally just heavy breathing into the mic. It busts electric guitars out of nowhere in the last chorus for no reason. But I think the emotional point that it's trying to make is really salient and talks a lot about something that I don't see talked about very much in music or anywhere. Yeah, I I mean, that's a good point. That that is interesting. Uh, That little section of the album, the energy of the music said that to me. Like that, the the gentleman, that... That song, that saxophone, dude, it feels like that. It's sleazy. It, yeah, it feels like it. Yeah, like, oh man, no, definitely was. It was. It was very <laughs> interesting, and like, there's stuff that I would want to listen to again. I I did not pick up on the concept. I kind of wish I now I want to listen to it again. Honestly, yeah, yeah. where I'm at right now. So, and then when you realize, sorry, bro, I love you, is about a straight Reddit internet friend falling in love with his best friend, but not knowing how to phrase it. That one, that one hits hard too. Yeah, no, it's worth a listen. Go and give this a spin. I'll Sorry, bro, I love you. Spin it again. Oh. But we need a, we need a uh, bop of the week. No, that's album of the week, man. That's album of the week. No, that, that's, that's not. no, no, no. Bop, bop of the week is bop of the week. I'm blum, 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 blum. No, blum, that's album. That's album. No way. Yeah. No. <laughs> you don't know your own sounds. No. 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 Literally make it up. Bop of the week is a ukulele. Bum, 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 we bum. did it backwards. No, he did it right. No, he didn't. He was doing the one I was. He was doing that one. No, I was doing the. I'm backwards. You're wrong. It's okay. Okay. It's all right. Beautiful. I just right. did it while Logan uh, was talking, Jake, Jake, but I did it. Jake always starts. Uh, yeah, we're we're due for a, a bit of a speed round here. Oh, okay. All right. Um, you know what? He's one of my favorite artists of all time. He's in my top five artists Skrillex. of all time. Uh, good guess, but Flume. Pilots. Uh, probably not a. Well, I, no, I don't know. Anyway, I was that talking was, about Flume. Was, I was yeah, going well, for Flume. Jake just had a crisis moment. He was. He was. I, he was. He. You just asked him to disown. 
21 pilots. No, I no, and, you didn't and, ask me to disown. I was determining if they're top five, and I do think they probably still are, but I wasn't sure in the moment. I don't know. That was a little bit of doubt. They call You're that reading into it. They, they call that doubting <laughs> I, Thomas. They do call that doubting Thomas. But anyway, um, I love Flume like so much. Like he's one of my favorite artists ever. But I honestly am starting to get just a little. I'm I'm bordering between ticked and pissed mm. because is there, a, is there nuance there? Oh yeah, ticked and pissed. Ticked oh and yeah. pissed. Oh ticked yeah. and pissed. Yeah, ticked and pissed. Don't say that so fast. I don't like ticked that. Ticked and pissed. Ticked and pissed. Ticked and pissed. See? <laughs> okay. You flew too close to the sun there, Prometheus. There's nine-year-old Adrian. Prometheus, that's Prometheus. Shut up. Whatever. <laughs> the guy with the wings, wow. I don't even this care. What is his name? Cursed. Oh, no. All of that. Oh, wait, wait, no. Wait. Which one? Icarus. 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 Thank you. I was going to say Isaacson. Which one yes. is Prometheus, though? Which Isaac one is? Asimov. Um... Prometheus, I just know, is the Prometheus Ridley Scott made movie. man. He gave <laughs> yeah, man Prome- fire. No, yeah, he, gave he gave man, man fire. fire. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. It's also a Ridley Scott movie. It's an alien prequel. It's very good and based. Very good and based. Good anyway, and based. I, I, anyway, teetering between ticked and pissed, I already said. But the reason is, is because he has released two songs since 2019. <laughs> yeah. That is ridiculous. That oh, is so ridiculous. Tough. Two songs since. Dude, he's I, been- I know, I know, I, <laughs> I know, I know. Whatever. But let me just say this: he's busy ghostwriting for Phineas. You just minimized. <laughs> no, I'm this not poor Phineas, man. Like, I'm not. You just ghostwriting for Phineas. You just minimized. No, you oh. can't look. <laughs> it's like what? You can win some. You can lose some. I've been losing some here. But let me just say this: Quiet Bison is the name of an artist that is essentially Flume's little brother. He's obviously inspired by Flume, like very explicitly. However, straight up, Quiet Bison has given me what Flume isn't. I don't know what to say, man. Mm. Like, Quiet Bison, I am big time in love with his stuff right now. And he's released about five singles this year that have all been ragers. Every single one of them. That's what you tell, that's what you tell, you know, your barber. That's what you tell your girlfriend. If I can't get it from you... (laughs) I'm gonna get it somewhere else. Oh, fetch. If I can't get it from you, I'm gonna get it from my anime. What do you think? What do you stop? (laughs) What do you think he meant by that? Yeah, what do you guys think he meant by that? I'm not having this conversation. Especially the girlfriend one. What do you guys think he meant by that? I'm not having this conversation. (laughs) Okay. Well, anyway. This is a family I'm 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 gonna move on because I know we gotta be brief. But let me just say the song The Tower by Quiet Bison. It's his newest single. Oh my gosh. So good. The vocalist, she just kills it. And this instrumental is so fresh, so cool. Uh, really good sound design. Um, comes in really heavy on the mid basses, which sounds really nice in earbuds. I don't know, man. Good song. Give it a try if you haven't heard of him. I can't believe that you just, you know, sold us all on neck beards and then you dropped that line. You you just sounded like Reddit. Guys, that was you, obviously parody. You sounded like Reddit. That was... I was obviously referencing the lessons I thought we had learned. If this was a legal court, he would claim parody law. Uh, That's actually just fair use. (laughs) (laughs) Which, by the way, fair use is a spook. Stop building your whole career off fair use, internet people. All right. Fair use is a defense, not a right. 20% chance of Logan's. I heard that Discord noticed. Who just got Discord noticed? It was me. Notif. Notif. Notif is not a verb. I do not. I'm making up words. Prescriptive linguistics are fake, man. 
don't don't use your vocabulary. He's got a following on Twitter, me. dude. He's got no, a that is. I started saying that like when I was like nineteen. I was really into debate and philosophy. Like, yeah, linguistics it, are fake. Not fake. I used a different word, but this is a family friendly podcast. It was oh. BS, but in like the full sense, right? And we were playing cards against humanity, and there is a card in my friend's deck that has just that sentence, and it's attributed to me. And you can put it down. There's also one that says Cody Coates. That's sweet. Uh, That's so sick. Jeez. Clout. Cards Against Humanity is just a reaction to people not laughing at the Republicans carding apples to apples anymore. It's true. (laughs) They had to get wilder with it. It used to kill so hard. (laughs) All right, what's the plot? My pop of the week is, um, uh, uh, shoot. (laughs) Flamboyant. It should be flamboyant. Uh, so a while ago, you caught me in 4K by using a sample from uh, <laughs> Calcium by Mimi Death. Oh, yeah. Or just, or, sorry, lifting a vocal line. Uh, but Mimi Death still has one of the hardest, what I will call a fusion between Surge Hex, Mumble Rap, and Break Core. Mm. And it's nice. called Renegade. And this is the mean. next sound of Grief Gang Boys. So, Frick yeah. Yeah, Frick we're adding yeah. it. Oh, I guess I have I to. I say that more. every year. Flamboyant. Never, it never actually changes. The way we're sitting at the table, I mean, usually I'm last, but I'll just go. Cody can finish this. That's fine. Uh, I, I, uh, it's this Christian music that I actually like. I'm flamboyant. And I'm, I'm pretty sure it's just aesthetically Christian. I, I, I can't tell. Are we talking aesthetically Christian like Sufian? Yes. Okay. That's exactly what I'm talking about. Not aesthetically Christian like Skillet. <laughs> or as a late dying. Oh, gosh. <laughs> so oh. it's uh, Natalie Bergman. She's signed to Jack White's label. That's how I found her initially, but like, I really like her music, actually. Uh, you've Got a Friend in Jesus. It's a, good- a sick al- or album song title. Yeah, That's it's true. it's a good song too. Actually, I'm serious. Like, I I don't know something about her approach to um, Christian. If it's just aesthetic, or, I I get the feeling it's just aesthetic. But like, she's not saying anything but just straight up. It's like hymn lyrics. But like, it's good. It's like good instrumentals. There's two wolves inside your brain because you said <laughs> hymns like H Y M N. I thought him like the band him from like Jackass and Viva La Bam. Oh. Two very. I got real confused. I was like, what? I thought him from Powerpuff Girls. Does she three s- wolves? <laughs> Four wolves. Does she sing? You've got a friend in Jesus, like Randy Newman. <laughs> you got a friend in Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Cody does. <laughs> Have you met somebody who's unironically listened to the Toy Story soundtrack? Yes. Yeah, it's yeah, me. it's weird, man. Yep. I don't know about that. I, 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 <laughs> I, mean, I don't know. You know, it's one of those comfort it's songs. It's kind of not right. It's, I kind of think somebody's got something going on mentally if they listen to the Toy Story ooh, soundtrack ooh, unironically. Ooh, I'm not saying it's hot, a, I'm not saying it's a bad thing Beep. mentally. I'm not saying it's a bad mental thing. I'm just saying. There's probably something going on there. You know what I mean? A, a mental thing. <laughs> you know, I'm not saying like a disorder. I'm just saying like You're digging your they may got him. You know, maybe they got a thing going on. All right, maybe Cody, they should talk to Cody, somebody Cody, about. Cody, bop of the week. All right, bop of the week. I've been l- going back and listening to a whole lot of protest the hero recently, which is probably surprising to absolutely no one on the face of the planet. Um, but you know, 
stopped listening to Palimpsest for the first time in like a year and a half, decided to go back into their discography because honestly, every album's really good. Um, but the last album they had made before Palimpsest was Volition from 2013. Um, the bop is Drumhead Trial. I forgot how crazy that album went. Like, it's obvious why he blew his vocal cords on that <laughs> album. Um, but yeah, that's my bop of the week. And uh, that's Nitwick Radio. Thank you all for tuning in. We'll be back next week. I'm signing us off today, boys, because I, oh. I got to go last. Ah. Dude, give, give a man an inch. He takes a mile. He, he I'm taking does, a mile. I'm taking two miles. He does I'm taking it, two fruit by the mile, does man. It, he does it better. For two fruit by the... Don't, don't make you know, jokes I appreciate like it, because I got to stop before I say anything else but about look, these Toy Story he listeners. Did a, to be clear, he, he did a better job than I did, so, you know. I'm just signing off like I do on Twitch. <laughs> signing fine. off. Is, I like it. Catch you next week. <laughs>